Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want you to know that the mothership has landed. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the mothership. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the mothership. Let's come aboard. Happy Wednesday to you, North America. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour satellite soiree. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta. Vegas to Valdosta. Kalamazoo and Waterloo way are on the air. They listening, D.A. Everything we saying, D.A. Everything. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you being with us. Coming up this morning here on the program, big guest alert. How much bigger can it get? Magic Johnson is going to join us on the program. At least he's scheduled as such. We'll see if this comes to fruition But Magic, doing a little radio tour, is scheduled to drop on by coming up in hour number four. And so stick around for that. Also, this hour on the show, in 20 minutes, a big bet with no brain. And in 40 minutes, a Wednesday staple, a champ and a chump. Plus, I think I got a few tricks up my sleeve today. Pete, the body is out. Carlos with a K is in, which means, you know what? We might get away. We might get away with a few things this morning. EJ Stewart in as well, which means we might get away with a few things this morning. We'll see. I might dig into my toy box today. Let's start with Zach Wilson. The single worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Why would we talk about the single worst starting quarterback in the NFL? It's because his franchise keeps talking about the single worst NFL quarterback. Joe Namath the other day, taking the sledgehammer to Zach Wilson, rightfully so. Robert Sala insisting 
Doesn't mean anything. He's our guy. The Jets then follow up Zach Wilson's vote of confidence with signing Trevor Simeon, which is not a big splash addition, but it is a quarterback move. So very clearly not all is we're fine with Zach Wilson and nothing else. We're not moving off this spot. But then the cherry on top is Aaron Rodgers having to do his weekly interview with Pat McAfee. Oh, I guess I should have figured this considering last year after the Packers were eliminated from the postseason, Rodgers just continued to do the interview, which I didn't really understand the need for a guy that's not playing anymore to keep holding court every week. But Aaron never met a microphone and a camera he didn't like. And so here's Aaron Rodgers rehabbing his Achilles, not in New York with the Jets, in Malibu, which I'm sure is happening on a $20,000 couch in a $14 million Oceanside mansion as Zach Wilson gets booed by Fireman Ed and his 14 brothers. Jets fans' teeth are falling out literally at the game as they boo Zach Wilson And Rodgers is rehabbing 3,000 miles away as he watched the bluffs of California. Flipping over during his NFL Sunday ticket from the other 1 o'clock games. How's how's my team doing? So Rodgers, because he can't help himself, still doing these interviews with Pat McAfee, even though he's not with the team, which is just all types of amazing. Of course, had to weigh in. Of course. So, is Aaron Rodgers from 3,000 miles away talking about the team helping or hurting the Jets? It is where we begin. You're cold open. By the way, Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson on the sidelines. Animated conversation between the young wide receiver and the young quarterback. Here it comes. This is the frustrations of the NFL right now. This will happen on... It's Michael Carter, the third-string running back. This is what teams have to go through. You know, there, there's there's adversity points in every season. This year, it's happening early, and people are coming coming for us. Uh, and there's you know some uh, heated conversations on the sideline and different things. I think we need to hold our poise a little bit better across the, really just offensively. You know, we need to uh, to not have some of those things happen on the on the sideline, and and to be a little better and to be a little. Uh, uh, just be a little better competitors. You know, we need to understand this is part of it. It's not always going to be pretty. The most important thing is winning. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. Okay, so you heard Scott Hansen on NFL Red Zone, Tony Romo on the NFL on CBS, Aaron Rodgers, part of the Pat McAfee show. I'm sure Rogers would like to impart some knowledge. And if he's doing so via text, phone calls, FaceTime with some of his guys, the younger guys on the offense, the younger guys on the team, maybe the coaches, whatever, good on him. And if he's connected with Zach Wilson, maybe picking up some things that Zach could do better, good on him. I don't know that part of things. 
This part of things, though, I don't understand. I don't understand how Aaron Rodgers could feel that he's being the ultimate team guy by doing long-form interviews weekly when he's not even with the team. I don't understand how he thinks that's beneficial. Now, what's happening on the sideline with the Jets is frustration boiling over. Their offense stinks. It is one of the most impotent in football behind maybe only the Chicago Bears and maybe even more so than the Chicago Bears. Huge expectations, and they're feeling it. And they're feeling frustrated and anxiety-ridden, and it's boiling over. That we've seen a million times over. We'll see it a million times more in professional sports, collegiate sports, amateur sports. Not all that surprising. And is it the best look? No. I think it also, though is not just about the players having to, quote, keep their poise. I think it's the coaches. And I think the fact is that the Jets coaching staff right now has a bullseye on its back because they're not doing their job either. Zach Wilson is terrible. Well, Zach Wilson has to be getting coached as well. And why does the offense look this bad still in year number three of his career? Why on the sidelines are they talking to each other aggressively to other coaches and to each other why is there points of friction why in the offseason before you've even made the playoffs for the first time in however long are you talking about being the 85 bears all of these things have been allowed to go on and when aaron Rodgers went down it appears that the organization had absolutely no answer no plan no vision and that begins with robert sala There has to always be, from the head coaching standpoint, a worst-case scenario game plan. This is emergency game plan. And does it look like they've got one of those? The answer is no. Because after every week, Zach Wilson looks like trash. And after every week, Robert Sala says, he's our guy, he's our guy. No question about it, he's our guy. And then this week, they signed Trevor Simeon. So there's at least some correlation to suddenly signing a veteran quarterback. But for Rodgers, he says, I think, it, I think it might not happen if I was there. I'm not questioning where he needs to rehab. If the best doctors are in Malibu, if he only needs to be on his, you know, whatever, on the couch all day long to rest his calf, to rest his Achilles, he should be on his feet. He should be standing for three hours during a game. I totally get it. I'm not questioning where he's doing his rehab or what he's doing. But if he's going to be 3,000 miles away and not at the team facility, he can now punt on the Pat McAfee interviews. It doesn't make any sense. If the Jets are this bad, what is Rodgers providing besides a little bit more fuel to the fire? Of a reminder, he's not there, and they stink without him, and this season went kablooey. If he wants to do a check-in a month and a half from now about how rehab's going... Later on in the season, where, fine. But does he need to do the weekly spot anymore? Does he need the money if this is a sponsored deal? What is this about? This is about ego. This is about staying relevant. This is about, I've got my platform and I can't give it up, which is why he was doing it during the postseason anyway. He wasn't providing any insight to the Green Bay Packers. They weren't playing. And for all the good things Roger said and did in this offseason... I just think this is always at the heart of him. 
this ego of it needs to be about me. I don't really need to hear from a guy who's that far away that's not even with the team about the problems that are afflicting the team right now. It's just a reminder of what they aren't. Here's your phone number, 855-212-4CBS if you want to jump in, or DA on CBS on Twitter. The other thing about Trevor Simeon, as kind of an aside, it's an admission that the Jets need a veteran QB. Now, is Trevor Simeon the grand answer? Probably not. But he is 31 years old. He has started games in the NFL before. How did it make sense in the offseason for the New York Jets to have Tim Boyle as their third-string quarterback, a guy with zero starting quarterback experience? You were essentially signing another developmental guy behind your other developmental guy in Zach Wilson. All along, the Trevor Simeon of the world, whatever that was going to be, break glass in case of emergency, veteran quarterback that maybe could step in if things got really sideways, should have been on this roster during training camp, during the offseason to learn the offense. It should not be happening in week number four, and it is an admission that they never considered Aaron Rodgers getting injured, and they brought in Rodgers' friends to the detriment of the team. Tim Boyle should not be on this team because Zach Wilson right now is a, is a fright fest, and they can't turn to their backup quarterback, and thus they have to sign another guy because Tim Boyle's just as inexperienced. Tim Boyle's just as unproven. I'm not saying Simeon's an answer. I'm saying Simeon is a code two. They built this whole thing wrong. They were doing such a bend-over job for Aaron Rodgers that they brought in his buddy to be a third-string quarterback who was providing absolutely no value. None. That position, Boyle's position on the depth chart, had to have been assigned to a guy that had starting quarterback experience that in case Rodgers went down, he was a equitable option to Zach Wilson. And they didn't do it. All right, I don't want this whole show to dissolve into the Jets nonsense. But we had to start off there because, of course, it's all of those things. But when we come back here on the show, Think about something in sports that you are guaranteeing happens. I mean, like 99.999%. Like, there's a baseball game with your favorite team, and you will not see one player hit four home runs in that game. You're like, if I made that bet, I'm definitely winning that bet. What are the odds? Again, .0000. Well, one better did this in a Monday night football game. Bet tons of cash saying... There's no way this will ever happen. Never happen. And he lost all his cash. Get to that story next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I went to journalism school. And my show becomes most notable for sheer buffoonery. Now, look, some of this is my, I I embrace the buffoonery. I have been a buffoon. I have been a clown. I'm not holier than thou or super serious about myself. So I embrace it all. I like this to be a circus. Is that the rejoin? Yeah, I was waiting for like a liner or something to come up, and it was just you. So you gave me that look, and I gave you back another look, which was much more puzzling. And I'm like, crap, that's not exactly what I thought it was going to play. Yeah, that's kind of a bizarre one to have in the system. But such is life. Welcome back. 22 minutes past the hour. We appreciate you being with us on a fine Wednesday morning here. Now, if you ever end up throwing a little bit of a cash on a football game, a basketball game, a baseball game, what have you. Maybe you open up your FanDuel app. Maybe you do it on a different app. Maybe you do it online and a website or something like that. You're probably looking for odds that, you know, give you a little bit of juice, a little bit of action, a little bit of excitement, something that may happen, may not happen, but, you know, you stack a, a three-team parlay or a same game parlay, and you're like, oh, if I wager 10 bucks, I can bring back 80 bucks or something. That's that's fun. If I wager 25 bucks, I bring back 250 bucks. All right, yeah, I got I got odds of this. That's that's the action. That's the the thing that I love. 
Maybe some of you are more conservative. Maybe some of you go, you know what? I want to take wins. I don't want to lose a lot of money. So I'm going to throw 50 bucks on this. And if I hit it, I win 50 bucks. I'm not in this thing to risk a ton of cash. Maybe you just do nickel bets like Pete the Body. Dollar here, dollar there, quarter here. Then there are some, and I don't quite understand this, but then there are some that risk everything on a bet that brings back very little money. So think about some of the things in in sports that you just kind of can guarantee is not going to happen. If you can make a bet, you know what? I'm not going to see Devontae Adams catch 30 passes tonight. So I'm going to wager because the odds are going to be so slanted. I've got to wager 100 bucks to make $2. Now, it's guaranteed to happen in your mind, right? But you're like, that's a huge risk for not a lot of return. Okay. How about a $24,000 bet on Monday Night Football? According to Bet Rivers Sportsbook, one individual, one gambler, one better, looked at the Eagles and Buccaneers game on Monday night and said there's no way there's going to be a safety in this game. Now, safeties are relatively rare in the NFL. And this better said, I am betting there is no safety happening tonight. No safety happening tonight. I am so convinced there's no safety happening tonight. I am going to wager $24,000. It's about the money. M-O-N-E-Y-D-A. $24,000. Now imagine having $24,000 in your Bet River Sportsbook to bet. Twenty-four I'm emptying out the bank account. I got $24,000 on this bet. There ain't no way there's going to be a safety tonight. Now, you could have bet that on. I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to throw for an NFL record 600 yards. You can wager $24,000 on. I don't think the total will be more than 190 points. There's a whole host of things you could bet on that you did not think were going to happen. He chose no safety. There's going to be no safety. Oh. But there was. You are a machine of death. The return on $24,000 on this bet would have been a total payout, a win of $960. bucks. The bet on no safety was minus $2,500. Minus $2,500. And this man threw down $24,000. Uh-oh. In this game, three minutes to play in the third quarter. Eagles leading 20-3. After a punt, Bucks have the ball first and 10 from their own one-yard line. Their own one-yard line. Handoff of the middle. Oh, no, he stopped. Oh, no! The Eagles get to him! Jalen Carter through the line, slams him in the backfield, and it's a safety! As Rashad White 
is tackled in the end zone. Nicholas Morrow got there as well. And from here on out for the rest of history, this better is going to be haunted by Nicholas Morrow. Because this dude laid $24,000 on no safety on Monday night. And it's a loser! It's the Wizard of Us! I thought the Wizard had a bad weekend. At least the Wizard didn't lay 24K on a will it or won't it. And it willed it. <laughs> these are the people you, you hear about these people often in like the Super Bowl where there's these massive odds of one thing happening and it's minus 10,000 or minus 2,500 or whatever and they feel like there's no way that it happens and then suddenly it happens and they get totally screwed. I suppose if you're betting... $24,000 on every single game that there's going to be no safety, you would end up being a winner over the course of a full season. But if you lose it once, think about that. You only stood to win approximately $1,000 if it happened or it didn't happen in this case. If it does happen, it would take you 24 more weeks of hitting it, or 24 more games of hitting it, just to break back to even. So now this guy's got to bet $24,000 on no safety another 24 times and have it hit to be back to even. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. I am not a, a compulsive gambler. Now, I wanted to dig into... Maybe some of the audio archives this morning. I just, I was feeling it this morning. And so EJ's behind the glass. And I had EJ looking for something. And EJ's like, man, I, I don't see it. It's, it's not where Pete said it would be. I, I know people say he's got kind of a unique labeling process, but I, I just don't see it. And now EJ is learning the labyrinth that is the Pete, uh, Pete the Body Bellotti signature labeling system. Where's your brain at right now on a scale of one to oatmeal? I think you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, maybe not oatmeal because it was oatmeal maybe about 20 minutes ago. Okay. It was oatmeal. Okay. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I question everything about my life. <laughs> maybe this is not the right career path for me. All of that was happening 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Um, after a text conversation with Pete, I'm now, uh, maybe I'm not an oatmeal. Maybe I'm more like a, a, a bread pudding. Okay. Maybe more like an apple pie. I a little see. more baked. A little more put together. So I think we'll be able to do what we want to do today. <laughs> it's just there were some hairy moments to start the show. Andrew Bogus is a kind sir. Mm. He joins me in studio. I guess I might have. I might have made a mistake here. I should have seen this coming. Pete thought he might be out yesterday. He thought he might have to call out this morning because of childcare situation. Yeah. And as I left the studio, I was like, Pete, can you just let EJ know where so-and-so is going to be? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And he's like, EJ knows where it is. And then I sent an email last night, and it was all about, like, EJ knows where it is. And I really should have been like, no, 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 but this – I cannot assume, much like this better assume, that there would not be a safety on Monday Night Football. I cannot assume that the labeling system is easily digested by somebody behind the glass if, you know, Pete's not here. And you'd think 
through Pete's, it feels like, six-day training camp to be Pete. A process that Ryan Botcher moved through in 13 hours. But everybody else, it takes like a week to learn how to be Pete. You'd think in that time it would come up where everything that's important, where those things live. But I guess... I guess not. <laughs> and once we're, be- we're getting back on, you know, the fallacy of Pete Bilotti of that things are kept well and taught well and <laughs> scheduled well because there's a gentleman here who's training to be Pete and Pete's not here. Oh, oh right. Come on, man. And right. no one told him, hey, I'm not, Pete's not coming in. <laughs> you know, it's a pause button. I'll learn to be Pete. So I. <laughs> I, again, I don't. And Pete's just not here today. He was here yesterday. He's not here today. The newsroom's confused. Amy Lawrence is confused. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. <sighs> exactly. I thought I took a lot of time off with the Fridays. I think <sighs> now Pete is usurping me. It's like Pete found out yesterday he has children. I don't. I'm confused. <laughs> oh, someone's got to watch them no, uh, all no, the time? No. He thought he had it all set up after after Monday, and then something fell through. It is slightly out of his control. Yeah. But, of course, in true Pete fashion, it is 17 times more complicated <laughs> than it needs to be. <laughs> but but it sounds like EJ is walking his way through the mud here. He's going to be able to figure this thing out. Yeah, it seemed like an initial miscommunication is now led us – Led me astray, and now I'm back on track, and now I'm plowing through the forest, and, and we'll, we'll be okay. I, I, I definitely think we'll get out of the forest, okay. back to the highway, and then I can get back in my car and drive where I need to go. Okay, nice. And then once we do that, I want to I want to levy. I want to put another objection on the table. Do I have the Do I have a, a veto power here? I think so. Because I, I know I think I know what you want to do, and I I might abstain. I might not take part in this. Oh. Oh, okay. I might need a break. Well, that <laughs> that would re- that would really puncture a hole in my plan today. <laughs> Let me put a second obstacle in your way. I don't agree. We can't find it, and Bogues is abstaining. <laughs> Nothing that I saw coming, actually, when I'm, I thought of this. I'm going to stay in my shanty. <laughs> no, <it's- laughs> Bogues has headlines. Uh, and they're sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. The Jets fixed that QB situation yesterday, signing a 31-year-old journeyman who couldn't beat out Jake Browning to back up Joe Burrow mm. in Cincinnati this summer. Live reaction from GM Joe Douglas. Done for the day. Trevor Simeon was a Jet in 2019. He was the Broncos starter in 2016 and 17, but has lost all six starts since Denver dumped him. And yes, Colin Kaepernick sent Douglas a letter politely requesting a chance on the Jets' practice squad. The letter was dated September 21st, so it appears Douglas knew of Cap's interest as he tried to woo Simeon off the unemployment line to New Jersey. It's it's hard to make the case, though, that Kaepernick is a better solution today than anything just because he hasn't played in how long? Yeah, and, and nobody defended him stronger than me around here, and... I, 
I wouldn't back anybody who hasn't played for seven seasons to <laughs> yeah, come in now. Like, that's I, a long time. With all due respect, throwing against air on a high school field is just, that's not, yeah. unfortunately for him, it's just not good enough anymore. It's seven too years, long. no. You cannot go seven years without playing football. The Packers rallied past the Saints Sunday without Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. Now the running back and wideout plan to face the Lions tomorrow night. Still need no final medical clearance. It would be Watson's season debut. This is one way to clinch your playoff spot. Bouncer back toward the middle, linking into center field, a base hit. Pache's coming home. The throw to the plate, not in time. The Phillies are going back to the postseason. The rookie, Johan Rojas, with an RBI single here in the bottom of the 10th inning. For a 3-2 win over the Pirates, clinching the top wild card in the NL. I believe that was Tom McCarthy on Phillies TV. The Brewers lost to the Cardinals 4-1, but clinched the Central again when the Cubs lost in Atlanta 7-6. The Reds get to a game and a half behind Chicago with an 11-7 win in Cleveland. Ellie De La Cruz, two homers, four RBI. In the AL, the Rangers' six-game win streak ended in Anaheim 9-3. The Mariners down the Astros 6-2. So Texas still leads Houston by two and a half games atop the West. But Seattle now just a half game behind the Strohs for the last wild card spot. Baseball, meanwhile, is in mourning, losing Hall of Famer Brooks Robinson, the Oriole third base legend, dying at 86. 23 seasons, all in Baltimore. Two World Series wins, 16 consecutive gold gloves, and 18 All-Star games. Brianna Stewart won her second WNBA MVP after the first in Liberty history, then went out and posted 11 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, and 5 blocks in an 84-77 win over the Sun. That levels that best-of-five semifinal at 1-1. The Aces, meanwhile, took a 2-0 lead on the wings with a 91-84 win. Asia Wilson, 30 points and 11 boards. DA, back to you. Okay, Bogues. Well, we're gonna have to discuss in the um, in the break whether what your reasoning is for abstaining from <laughs> today's show. Mental health. Well, we would all abstain from every show. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd abstain from leaving my house. <laughs> Stop walking around <laughs> like a loser. <laughs> How'd that go for everybody? By the way, in green. Yeah, boy, the Jets seem distinctly very killable right now, don't they? More so than me. Very killable. Just too bad because the unkillable thing was so great. Oh. It was such, there was such energy and we loved it around here. And it would have been great if the Jets actually were kind of a plucky underdog that was finding ugly ways to win. But they're just disgusting. They're right. just awful. Imagine they're winning 13-11, like just refusing to lose. And we're selling unkillable shirts left and right. We're playing the unkillable rant every We time. are unkillable! I mean, BT's just through the roof, self-confidence, stomping around here. Amazing. Hey, BT might replace Fireman Ed as the <laughs> yeah. unofficial mascot. The might replace paid. Robert Sala. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have claimed 100% responsibility for their resiliency. Oh, 100%. And he would be right. Yeah, BT would play McCole Hardman more than three snaps. <laughs> He'd be right. And yet they are so killable right now. It's unfortunate. Should we make killable t-shirts? <laughs> or just killed? <laughs> like a, a shock BT outline? <laughs> Get your act together! <laughs> the L's are the Jets shooting upward, and it's just a chalk outline of Aaron Rodgers after the Achilles. <laughs> He's done! Killed. 
Or Pick s- your date in Dallas or at home against the Patriots. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> or or the exact time of date when the Achilles tore for Aaron Rodgers. When we come back, a Wednesday staple, a champ and a chump. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Big upside. New fan of the show. I uh, commute to work pretty early over here. I'm loving everything. I'm loving you. Loving Bogus. Love slash hate Mraz there. It's a great thing. I do the watchda.com. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, did I hear a Mraz reference? Oh, that might fit perfectly into my idea to unfold today. We'll get to that coming up next hour here on the show. Welcome back. You can always listen to us on hundreds of affiliates nationwide. 100 plus, 200 plus, 300 plus, whatever it is, nationwide. Listen to us across the great CBS Sports Radio Network. Coming up next hour here on the show, I'm going to talk about the Miami Dolphins because what they did on Sunday obviously caught everybody, maybe not by surprise, but was certainly attention-grabbing, 70 points. 700, 700 yards of offense. It is staggering the type of production that went down on on Sunday. And there is a winner, the Dolphins, the champs, and there is a loser, the chumps. Let's get to that right now. A Wednesday staple, a champ and a chump. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's champ or chump. The Dolphins' success is a win for the coaches out there that don't take themselves so seriously. That don't believe that they are some type of dictator power figure, some type of father figure. But there's a lot of self-indulgence when it comes to coaching. And when you get up high, Power 5 programs, college football, NFL, and head coaches are making five, six, seven, ten million dollars a year, you begin thinking that you're the all-powerful and and you are impenetrable and it's my way or the highway and I am here to teach you the wisdom that I have. I'll get you organized because I'm the person in charge and that is filtered down through years. Now, we have oftentimes honored that. We have oftentimes romanticized that. The tough, hard-nosed guys that say this is the way you do it and there's only one way to do it. We put people in dog houses. We yell at them when they, they, they mess up. You know, guys like Bear Bryant, guys like Bill Parcells, guys that are tough guys, snarling, you know, uh, have little use for the media, little use for criticism, and uh, just would never doubt themselves. Mike McDaniel is doing it a totally opposite way, and I find it so refreshing. McDaniel last year, in his first year at the helm, helped orchestrate an offense with the addition of Tyreek Hill, of course, where Tua Tungavailoa went from a guy that most people said, I don't see it, 
to a guy that when he was on the field, we saw it. That was a Dolphins team that in an AFC where the Bills had Super Bowl aspirations, the Chiefs would ultimately win the Super Bowl. The Cincinnati Bengals were coming off the Super Bowl loss. That was an AFC that by the late part of October, maybe even into November, the Dolphins led the AFC with the most wins and the best record. Tua went down. Everything went haywire. Now they are 3-0. Their Super Bowl odds have skyrocketed. And now they're like 6-1. to They open up the season at 25-1. to And Mike McDaniel, you don't hear him after the games puffing out his chest, talking about how smart he is, how great his offense is, how polished everything is, look at what they're doing. You know, Mike McDaniel said he didn't go for the all-time scoring record at 73 points. He said because he believes in karma and he wants good karma with the Miami Dolphins. This is not a guy that wanted to hang his name and his brilliance in the record book. It was, we haven't done anything, nothing's that special. And he's not doing it in the kind of fake humility kind of way. I think Mike McDaniel really doesn't have much of an ego. You hear him joking with players. You hear how he jokes with the media. You hear how he's kind of very self-effacing. I just think there's a different way to approach leadership in a lot of ways. And it doesn't mean you don't have a direction and a focus and a this is our game plan. This is how we'll execute. Here's the wisdom behind it. Here's the rationale. Of course, all of that is part of leadership. But leadership doesn't always have to be, listen to me, this is the way it is, and if you don't listen to me, you're wrong. And I think McDaniel's just kind of breaking a lot of that. And so I I love McDaniel. I've loved him for a long time. I love that he's doing what he's doing, and the proof is in the pudding. I mean, yes, they have a lot of great skill in Miami, but they just put up 70 points. For the first time, any NFL team has done that since 1966. He's a special guy. He's your champ. That's DA's champ. Your chump is the flip side of this coin. What happened to that game? And that is Sean Payton. Because after the game, I don't blame Sean Payton a bit for being salty, for being embarrassed. This is a guy that has been a Super Bowl champion. He's a guy that has been widely admired as one of the best head coaches in football. And a guy that had his options to come back into the NFL, I'm sure. And in game number three, coming back, he's historically embarrassed. But after the game, the way that he dismissed questions about the game was very unbecoming. And I talked about this probably a couple of months ago, if I remember correctly, that there was a part of the Sean Payton story that I I kind of have to call BS on. Sean Payton has always been very available and very cordial to big-time national media. He has curried sources or his reporters that you know when there's a story about Bounty Gate or there's a story about the Saints or there's a story about him leaving for the broadcast booth or there's a story about him taking the Broncos job. Things that tend to be flattering to him come from the same sources and I'll tell you this I mean I wouldn't put us at the top of you know the the national NFL food chain but we obviously have a a national platform 
And when we've been on Radio Row or he's done a speaking tour or whatever, we've booked him and he's been incredibly collegial. He's been he's been very cordial. He's been very talkative. He's been very easy for me to talk to. If I was a local reporter, I believe, or a local sports talk host in Denver or in New Orleans, I don't think I would have been given the same leash. I don't think I would have been given the same Sean Payton. And the way that he handled that media and has since he took over in Denver has been, I think, pretty startling for a lot of people in Denver. They're watching him play grab ass with the national media that he knows gives him nice attention and flattering portraits. And then with the local media, he sneers at them and and shuns them and keeps them out and says, you're not allowed here. I'm not talking about that. And how dare you criticize? And it's that type of inconsistency that I don't appreciate and I don't respect because I've been on both sides of that fence. I've been the local reporter, the local sports talk host that was trying to develop a relationship, that was trying to develop credibility, that was going to practice and going to uh, press conferences and trying to do everything that I could to understand what was happening. And then I've been on the flip side where, hey, I haven't had to work as hard to get those big-time guests because they come to us or they see the brand or they see the platform or they see the name and they're like, no, we want to do the DA show. No, we want to talk to DA. No, we, we, we know the audience he has. We know what that show does. And I just don't appreciate it when you do, when you have a different tact for the people that you think you need versus the people that you think you don't need. And he doesn't think he needs the local media. And so after that loss, he can sneer at them and snipe at them and, you know, basically say, what do you know? And he needs the national media because those are the ones that put it out on the NFL on CBS pregame or the NFL on Fox pregame or ESPN game day or ESPN prime Monday or whatever the show is where he goes, I need that reporter to say this about this to get our narrative out there. And he's very cordial and I'm just not about it. And I didn't like the way that he handled that after Sunday's game. It was your team, your defense, you're a Super Bowl winning coach. Your squad got trucked, historically embarrassed. And you've also got to wear that. And the local media has every reason to question what the hell just happened, considering you're one of the highest paid coaches in the NFL. So he's the chump. That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. Okay, so after early confusion, it feels like we're now flying high, okay? And ducks fly together. So I feel like right now we're the mighty ducks and we've got the knuckle puck going. And in hour number two, we're going to have some fun here because I'm digging into the crate and I want to have a little bit of fun this morning. So we'll do that coming up here. I'll tell you what I mean. Also, as I just talked about, the Dolphins' offense... Sean McDermott called it revolutionary. Is it? It's next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.